0: We're excited to bring you an incredible offer from our friends at Zip Travel. For qualified bookings from now until June 11th through Zip Travel, you will be entered for a chance to win a $500 Disney gift card.
1: As great as that is, Zip Travel is feeling even more generous. So, for every qualified booking made during this promotion, you'll receive a $25 gift card. So, either way, you win some free Disney spending money. So again, to qualify for this deal, you just need to book any qualifying package or cruise with Zip Travel between now and June 11th, and your travel date needs to be by September 30th of 2023.
0: Whether you're dreaming of a Disney cruise, a Walt Disney World vacation, an adventure at Disneyland Resort, or a tropical getaway to Oahu, Zip Travel has got you covered.
1: So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Grab your calendar, start planning, and let the magic begin. To qualify, just visit travelwithzip.com to book your qualifying trip today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined as usual by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm good. Good. Um, in terms of you know a lot of times at the beginning of the show we talk about what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a it's been an eventful couple of weeks. Your parents are heading back to Missouri this weekend sometime, <laughs> so it's been a lot of uh, like we went to the beach today and mm-hmm. doing a lot of things you know before they head back. Which we yeah. will see them. We're going to go back to Missouri this summer, so we'll see them in a, like a month or so. But right. But yeah, they're they're you know snowboarding in here then heading back to Missouri, and then uh, Saturday you know our daughter is very much she's a dancer. She takes after Jamie.
0: She is a dancer. She and does ballet and jazz so far.
1: Yes. And she's very much into it. Mm-hmm. And Saturday was her big recital. And mind you, I come from, I have all brothers mm-hmm. and I come from a sports background. So dancing is very foreign to me, but I love it because our daughter loves it. And she's beautiful <laughs> and she's happy when she does it. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. So went to the recital. And this is like her third year. So the first two recitals, yeah. like the mini recitals, they lasted a couple of hours.
0: Oh, you not know. even that. The little the, the last two years, they were the, all the little kids, and it was like hour and fifteen minutes that we're yeah. done. Yeah, the little kids.
1: Yeah. So this is the first year that it was like the big recital she was a part of. Yeah. And they rented. It was at the Florida Theater, mm-hmm. in downtown Jacksonville, really big venue. I was like, okay. So <laughs> we get there. Our daughter did two dances, and she did fantastic. She knew her lines. She was, Where she was supposed to be. She was directing she knew, other kids. She knew her lines. She recited lines. <laughs> you know, no, she didn't. She have didn't. Any. Uh, she, and she loved... She, she did great. This went on... So it was an all-day affair because you were gone from like 8 a.m. and then I think you got back home around like 3 something. This for the, res, the rehearsal the same day.
0: Yeah, there was supposed to be a break. Yes. Okay, so I guess we should explain real quick. They do rehearsals on the same day as the recitals. Which seems crazy to which me. Which is not traditional in a lot of dance company like small dance companies like that yeah. usually it's like a couple days before maybe in a week before but this it was it was a little it was a little odd to me and i'm in the dance world yeah. so it's
1: and from outside looking yeah. in i was like this seems excessive yeah but. so home for maybe an hour maybe. she had to stop by her friend's birthday party drop off a gift and then we had to be at the, rec- the recital at seven mm-hmm. so we head there this recital went on from seven p.m until Just about midnight. It was
0: 1145 when they finally did the finale.
1: I, again, (sighs) I love watching our daughter dance. She did great, but I was not prepared mentally or spiritually for (laughs) better parts of five hours sitting there watching uh, basically a ballet and then different dancing. And again, I love watching our daughter. I don't much care to watch other people's kids. I'm sure they're great. I just, in terms of like my interest... It, it's basically my kids.
0: Well, it was two recitals in one, essentially. It was it was a, an actual Sleeping Beauty ballet was the first half. Two hours long. Two hours and 15 minutes, whatever. And then we got an intermission. And then jazz and tap and everything else was another two hours and, and something minutes. And there were 27, 28 dances in each half. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was a bit <laughs> It much. was too much. But <laughs> I
1: will say, the theater... They were kind of genius in this fact of when we got there, I noticed they're selling alcohol. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, good idea. So the first intermission happens and it's, this is midway. And I think it was was 9. 9 9.15. So mind you, our kids are normally in bed by at the latest nine o'clock. And I was like, oh my goodness, I wasn't planning on drinking or anything. And I was like, I need a beer. So (laughs) I go get in the line. And it's just, as you can imagine, it's just all dads. So, I'm standing there. I might I actually had a I I brought my, I brought AirPods. Yeah, he was the guy that had AirPods. A backup in. battery charger. Cause uh-huh. I'm like, I've, I, we've got all this time between dances. I'm watching some stuff. I'm, I'm just, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, I'm in line. And the, of course, this always happens to me, this guy turns around. and He just goes, This seems kind of excessive, right? Like, it's already 9 And I was like, yeah, it seems a bit a bit long, and I swear, like eight dads just turn around and all, of the you they just start going. This is crazy, it's going off. And I was like, I it seems that way to me, but I don't know how the, I don't know how these things work. Uh, I found out now it it does seem a little crazy, and I'm hoping I'm I'm lobbying for either um, a different dance studio next year or something else because apparently this is a yearly thing because your dad found out from. Because he had to take a time out, <laughs> he found out from he talking, did.
0: He had to take a time talking out. <laughs> to the
1: the staff there. Oh yeah, hers do this like every single year, and I'm like, yeah. I don't. I know it's one day a year, and our daughter loves it. I don't. I you know, I want her to dance, but I would rather not spend, you know, five plus hours uh, just kind of stuck there. But our well, son, we'll but, see, <laughs> right? But our son, which I was worried about. He's you know, he's three. You'd think, oh man, he didn't do very good. He did fantastic. I was so the impressed.
0: The entire thing.
1: Yeah, he saved that all for the next day. I think he decided to take it out on us oh, the next gosh, day. But he did great, and he uh, did. so yeah. that's what's going on with us. A lot of dancing, a lot of <laughs> a lot beach, of a lot of uh, doing stuff with with you know your parents before they go. So, yep, yep. but uh, but it was a good weekend.
0: Uh, yeah, it was busy. It was it was hectic, but it was, it was great. And so I'm glad she I'm glad she got to do her first official like big girl recitals.
1: Yes, yep. yeah, and that's one of those where it. We're recording this on a Wednesday, and I, it feels like a mix between a Thursday, a Friday, and a Monday. I don't really know what all day days. it is. It's all just days. it's all messed up. But anyways, that's what's going on with us. But uh, but we do have some. We're just not just going to complain about uh, recitals and how long they take. Although I have ideas. I could go on.
0: Oh, gosh. He could go on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he could go on. But I, <laughs> he could go on a lot. I mean, at
1: one point, the, <laughs> they always give a spiel, and the, the dance teacher was going on, and she was like, and don't miss out on us dancing at the end. And I was like, I don't care one bit about you dancing. Be <laughs> like, like maybe
0: <laughs> if there was only, you know... 20 dances and the whole thing but after 55 of them uh, no thank you like she
1: did it as if she was like this world-renowned dancer i'm just like i i was more likely to boo you at that point versus (laughs) cheering you because i'm here for one little girl and that's it and that's my daughter and anyways but yeah but no i just going to talk about that like i said i could go on uh we do have some disney news we're going to talk about including there may be some changes coming to the cosmic rewind uh how you get on that ride We'll talk Maybe. about that. Uh, and Jamie has the poll time, of course. And then we're going to talk to Jamie about her Wild Africa Trek that she did mm-hmm. at Disney World. Not in Africa, but at Disney World. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do that, if you would like even more content, if you want to hang out with some cool people, uh, you know, be able to chat with us a bit more and do some uh, fun live streams and things like that, you should look at joining Club 32. That's our private group where... Like I said, you have private live streams and we have additional shows like Cool Kids Kitchen, Club 32 Speakeasy. Uh, for the summer, we're bringing back Team at the movies. And we're going to start this week on Thursday. We're going to start watching the, I guess we're going to call it CTM Summer Vacation. We're going to start watching okay. the 90s sitcoms where they went to Disney and how we just talk about that. Just, it, I'm sure it'll be funny because they all seem like they're at one park all the time, even though they jump between all the parks. Uh, plus, in, involved in that, you get a private Facebook group, a private Discord, Twenty percent off of Ctm Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products, and uh, it's just a really great time. So again, if you want to join there, you can go to Ctmvip.com, and we have monthly or yearly options. You can do a free trial, and if you want to support the show and just interact with us more, that's a great way to do it. So again, Ctmvip.com, and if you'd love to join, or we if you'd like to join there, we'd love to have you. So, all right, well let's get to our first bit of news here, which is Disney Floral and Gift Department is being dissolved.
0: Yeah. Disney is going to start using a third-party company starting at the end of August. It's called Florida Fresh Floral, and all orders placed after August 26th will need to go through them. So you have until the end of the summer till that change takes place. Um So, I mean, this isn't a huge deal, but I know that people will use like, you know, flowers being delivered to your room or just set up gifts or even like, like engagements, honeymoons, birthdays, whatever it is. Uh, Disney took care of all of that. And so now it'll be going through a third party, which I don't know if that, I mean, I don't think it will be, it may not be as good or as efficient uh, because Disney's known for that kind of stuff. So I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm not surprised. Disney's going doing a lot of uh tightening of the budget. They you just know, laid off a bunch of a people. lot of a lot of layoffs a lot of streamlining. Yeah. Uh I with things like this, you always worry about I mean, again, we've talked about numerous times all through especially on the on the park side of things, about them losing their you know, we just be like the magic touch about certain things. I think this would go into that category of people. Now we've never and you may have, I don't recall ever using the Disney Floral Gift Department. I know some people I have. Don't. I
0: don't think I have, no. Yeah,
1: but it's one of those things I'm sure people have used it. I've heard people talk about they mm-hmm. did a great job and it adds a little extra flair. Yeah. So anytime you're using a third-party vendor, I think you're always going to lose a little bit of that personal touch. Maybe. Just because it's not your... You know, you don't have the control over that, but they don't have... I'm sure the way this works, they just get a cut off of whatever's being charged. Right. And Disney's not paying for that directly. They don't have to pay for the labor and all that. So... I'm not surprised by it. It does, to me, kind of point to probably a trend in which they may start doing this with other things that they offer that like, they don't... What
0: do you, like, what do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, I just think they don't deem as like probably what they would say is uh, core things maybe I, I i'm trying to think mm. off the top of my head
0: well what comes to mind and this isn't necessarily something that was taken away but it was just kind of like okay this is what's going to happen but when they started using scooter bug exclusively to be able to like deliver and keep your ecvs right at the front desk they don't offer like you used to be able to do third party um, like Lake Buena Vista scooters are kingdom strollers. Mm-hmm. They used to be able to just leave the ECVs at uh, bell services and they can no longer do that because now Disney exclusively uses scooter bikes. So I don't know. Using the third party system, I think is an easier thing for Disney. I think that maybe taking the risk, not the liability and responsibility, but just maybe like all of the, the stuff goes with like owning all of it takes that away and makes it just a little bit easier for them. I don't know.
1: I, I would assume it's mostly just a cost thing it probably well, probably they're probably yeah. just looking at where they can shave stuff because I honestly think what they're doing across the board is trying to free up enough money partially just because I mean obviously layoffs are happening so you know they're not doing great on a lot of fronts but I think they're mm-hmm. wanting to, to pull get enough money or, or leverage where they can for the hulu purchase that they're gonna have to do in nine-ish months yeah because that's coming up at the first of 2024. So I think you're gonna maybe see a lot more of this. I don't know specifically what other areas it would be, but I won't be surprised to see more. You know these ancillary little things that Disney does. I I've always wondered for a while. I mean, it's an easy thing for them. They could do that with the the uh, stroller rentals. But mm-hmm. again, it's really easy for them to do it. So I don't know if they would do that because you yeah. got to think all oh, they they just got to get the strollers and people to just to uh, assign them out. I don't know if that's something yeah. they would maybe do away with and let somebody else handle they could well, if, if there's a lot of cost involved with their side they may do that
0: i don't know i don't know if scooter bug do they do stroller rentals too because i know some companies will do both i would
1: doubt it because disney does it
0: well okay that's well they also do it in the parks too yeah, like that's the true. scooters so i don't know we do never
1: used that so i don't really I know. know um that'd be something to look into but okay. i mean i wouldn't like i said little things like that i wouldn't be surprised to see them do more of yeah but uh, yeah, so I guess if you're planning or you want to use the floor or gift department uh, that's done by Disney, do it before August 26th. Yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, next, what we have is the annual pass holder benefits have started uh, for this month. Uh, is it yeah. going to be every month? Going no, forward? this is just through June. Okay, just for June.
0: Yeah. And the, just some of the notable things that well, I want to mention. So, the Figment Magnet is can be picked up in uh creations and uh that's just whenever i think it's oh like nine to six or nine to nine it's basically whenever it's open (laughs) um and then there's that relaxation area in the mall the land pavilion um and you can get some swag some right next to the right next to the sears that's right um get some like free snacks and like stickers and stuff like that you can also buy some specialty treats for this month um There's a 30% discount on merchandise, including on Shop Disney, which they don't really do that. Usually it's just the parks. Mm -hmm. And that 30% is just up 10% from the 20% they usually do. And then they have added a month worth of bonus park reservations to everybody's account in Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Yep. So if you want to go to either one of those, you have enough park reservations to last you all month. So there you go. This is true. Um, Those are some of the notable ones I wanted to mention. But um, yeah, they seem to be really trying to ticket people to spend some money and just be at the parks this month.
1: And mind you, annual passes are still on sale. They really are. We've speculated they came back on sale over a month ago. When did they come back on sale?
0: It was August 20th, August 18th. It was August 20th. I mean, sorry, April. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) April.
1: Okay, April. So, yeah, I mean, coming up, you know, this month would be two months of them being open. So, we've wondered if they'll stay open. I mean, the longer this goes on, the more I think it'll just be how it always was, which is you could just purchase it whenever you want.
0: I think that's, I think that's, yeah.
1: Again, talking about precedent setting, that's how it always had been. It wasn't until under Chapec that they did this capping of it. uh, Right. So,. Right. We'll see. But yeah, I, I mean, I really hope I wish Disney would even do more. I mean, we talked to them many times. We like how universal does a lot of things for the pass holders that they do. They've always done. I wish Disney would do more of that instead of just doing it kind of when they need it. True. Sort of thing.
0: True. But I will say I do love all of these perks. These, oh, are, for sure. these are all great. And like, you know, for example, like not to compare universal and Disney, like we do a lot, but universal, they have that special pass holder entrance just mm-hmm. for, it was back in May. Well, Disney has that all the time in every park. It's a special passholder entrance. Oh, you so mean that, the turnstile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always there. Granted, they don't really so,
1: force that.
0: Um, not as much as they should. For <laughs> right, yeah, uh, but that'd be kind of hard to do. But well, um, I think I think there is a lot a lot going on for any pass passholders this month, and I'm I'm happy to see that.
1: I no, I agree. What I'm saying is, I wish they would just consistently consistently do this all the time instead mm-hmm. of just. You know, I think I don't think it's any coincidence they're doing this whenever bookings are down the summer. Right. And they, you know, historically speaking, Disney has time they, you know, all of a sudden bookings are down, they kind of go knocking on the uh, pass holder door and like, hey guys, how you doing? You okay, know? So, so let
0: me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What would you like them to do for annual pass holders that they don't already do?
1: Well, I think some of this stuff, you know, like this relaxation, you're like always having these types of perks. I mean, they always do the magnet. That's something they've always done. Yeah. So that's there. Um, I think the bonus park reservations, if you're going to have the park reservation system, which again, I do not like. But if you're going to... the entire If you are going to have it, <laughs> mm-hmm. having bonus park reservations or a little bit extra stuff on there is a perk. So I will agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I think the discounts... I, I really think the discounts should apply more. I mean, like not again, not to Universal and Disney, but universal, you get AP discounts on quick service, on everything, except for alcohol. So I kinda wish it would be more broad on what you get discounts on. Uh, and, and again, you don't have to do I'm not saying you have to do a lot. It just a little bit that it doesn't cost Disney any money it can go a long ways with, you know a special entrance here or a special, you know, even a meet and greet here or there, like just, you know, little things that, that at least make people feel like, oh, well, you know, they they care about me being a pass holder versus, you know, I think that goes with two of them capping it. It definitely gives the image that they don't want more pass holders. So then them doing this kind of gives another image of, well, okay, maybe they do. So, you know, I think that, just being more consistent on, you know, perks for the pass holders. I don't think it would be a bad thing. And I think that would just help you retain pass holders and make the pass holder feel a bit more, you know, valued, I could say. Okay. Yeah. Do you agree or disagree? Or?
0: Um I think I think they do um this is a lot and there's more that I didn't even mention. Um so I, I'm happy I'm happy with everything they're doing this month. And we've said in the past, you know, if when they need annual you know, pass holders We'll know it. <laughs> For and, sure. And they're showing it now. They, they they need us to
1: kind of help them. Yeah. And my only works. point is I wish that we'd just do this more consistently all the sure, time. Sure. Yeah. So I think, we're, I think we're saying the same thing just in different ways. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, next bit of news is an interesting one, uh, is that there is an extended queue being set up near Cosmic Rewind. So the question becomes, is a standby queue coming to Cosmic Rewind?
0: Yeah. And it's outside. It's like right to the side of the entrance, like, um, kind of to the side of connections, Mm -hmm. Eatery over there. Um, you know, maybe I would think so. It's been over a year since cosmic rewind opened. So you're thinking, okay, I think standby is coming. It's just, it's, I don't think it's getting as many people in the queue as before, like in the um, virtual queue.
1: And we talked about that. There's many times where the virtual queue still open hours after the second drop.
0: Yeah. 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 Second
1: it drops like one in the afternoon and there's been some days, obviously it depends on crowded levels, but five o'clock and there's still spots open for the virtual queue.
0: And they're also offering Epcot after hours where they don't have a virtual queue. It's all standby. Right. So if there's going to be a lot of people in those lines, maybe, but I don't see Epcot after hours seeing long lines like that where they need that space. No, and I don't think you they know. would
1: add a add a standby queue just for after hours events.
0: Oh, I agree. I think I think it's coming. I yeah. really do think it's coming. Well, that whole
1: side area to me was clearly set up to be a queue. It's just it's nothing. It's <laughs> just nothing a going giant on. area where it's got some benches. Yeah. And I think it was always meant that was where they were going to eventually put it if they did. So the timing makes sense. I I don't think it requires a virtual queue uh, as of yeah. now. So
0: I personally personally i don't mind the virtual queue because i it just means i don't have to wait in line as long
1: agreed if you know I, I agree virtual queue is nice if you get it and you can you know you kind of plan your day around it versus sure but this also could be them trying to get more people to do you know individual lightning lane as well maybe and things like that Ooh,
0: good point so they just, i bet they might
1: i mean yeah so because if, if they're if it's a 90-minute wait and you can purchase an in, in individual Lightning Lane, then maybe that justifies a higher price for it. Stuff like that.
0: I didn't even think about that, but you're probably right. I mean... <laughs> At least a little bit. You're knowing right. Disney, <laughs> I
1: wouldn't be surprised by that. But, right. but I mean, the timeline... I of, mean, it's smart.
0: Whatever. Well, the main, <laughs> like
1: for instance, like uh, Rise of the Resistance. I mean, it had a virtual... That was the first ride that Disney did that had a virtual queue like this. Mm-hmm. It kept it for so long. I mean, the main reason being that ride went down all the time. It beca- still goes down. It still goes sorry. down all the time. But back when it was really busy, because every time that ride would go down, you would have to clear out that entire queue. Mm-hmm. And they this way they had small groups coming in. So if it went down, all you'd have to do is evacuate that little cr- that that queue of people and then everybody else would just be it would just be postponed.
0: Well, and they could also control when they call boarding groups. Correct. So like if you if they if it went down or there's a problem for a reason, they just they just halted calling in the next boarding group. And you know, if, if if it if it gets to the point where it's the end of the night and it's still down or whatever, you know, the, it even says on the thing there's no guarantee that you're going to get to ride, even right. if you get a boarding group. So I think like there was a little bit of insurance that way, but I don't think it's just I just don't think it's needed anymore. It may be needed on really 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 busy days, but I, those were not well we won't see those really until when like Christmas.
1: Yeah. I mean, the other, the other thing, is the, the pros and cons of, of the virtual queue, in theory, the way they work, you can be doing other things. Uh, let's say your boarding group is number 90 something, you know, okay, and it gives you an estimated arri- arrival time. You can go do some other stuff instead of just waiting in a line. Yeah. But the downside of that is you've got to try and get one before 7 a.m. And a lot of people start their day off with immediately being disappointed that they didn't get one or maybe True. they or maybe yeah. they get one and they can't make it. Because they're being a little bit more strict on the rival time virtual queues now.
0: Well, I think that goes hand in hand with Genie Plus system where they kind of announced they're looking into ways where you can book it before the day. Right. You know, they haven't said anything else about it since we talked about it last but yeah. I think that is where they're going. I think they're looking into those options because people don't want to get up early. So, okay, I'll say some people don't want to get up early on their vacations. Some people will be up at like six a.m., five thirty, whatever, and they're ready to go. But there's like a whole other section that's like, oh, I'm gonna come into the park at like four, stay till three AM if I could. And that's yeah. when I'm having You know what I mean? Like Well,
1: yeah. and I think from a just from a like let's say a mindset perspective the right off the bat in the morning you have an adrenaline dump you yeah. know people are just trying to pump, pump you know push the button and trying to get it and either <laughs> you've got all this excitement you we got one or you didn't get it so you're starting off your mornings on your vacation on extremes of either happy or mad and there's, you know that's not a I, to me i don't really think that's a good way to approach a guest experience it's either like really happy or really mad yeah and you know, in, in theory, again, virtual queues would be great if you could sign up for virtual queues all over the park. They don't have the system or ability to do that. So there's always been the question of, like, will virtual queues become available on maybe more than one or two rides at a time, sort of situation? I don't think nor them nor Universal are set up for that currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think as it stands, standby is still a way if you really want to ride something, a rope drop mm-hmm. or a okay, we'll wait an hour for this. You know, it, nobody wants to wait an hour in line, but you do at least if you're willing to wait an hour in line, you get to ride it mm-hmm. instead of missing out on the virtual queue. So yeah, I, I see yeah. the arguments and I think, I, I don't think as it currently stands, it needs one necessarily. Cause I think it's a little, honestly, my opinion of it is, I think it's a little bit more intense for the general Disney going crowd. Uh, You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's deemed maybe. a family coaster and it's, it's, like I said, it's the peak of my roller coastering. What I would want to do, I've ridden it three times. Roller coastering—that's what I did. Call you
0: it. verb it? Did you make it a verb? I,
1: I think so. It's amazing. I think I made up a word. I'm going
0: to ro- go roller coastering. I'm
1: gonna, what are you doing today? I'm roller coastering. Don't worry. That's about
0: amazing. It. I'm stealing. <laughs> I'm stealing that. I've said it before. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see. I'm stealing it. Well, we'll like give
1: it. me, give me a shout out. Okay, or sure. You mm-hmm. won't. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but I think that could play into this, and honestly, too, uh, we've seen where the the crowds aren't, you know. Disney's running some ticket deals. I don't think the summer, I don't think people are traveling as much this summer, perhaps to, you know, maybe theme parks or something. So we'll see, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes away and you've got virtual queue. And then if, or excuse me, you have standby. And then if you really want to ride it, you've got individual lightning lane. Yeah. You can purchase it. Yeah. That would be my guess. So, yes. all right. Uh, move on to the next story. The, or at least the last bit of news that we have is that Hong Kong Disneyland shared a look at their frozen ever after attraction that they're bringing over there. Mm-hmm and the interesting thing about theirs is they don't have rear facing projection on the faces like they do at epcot.
0: Yeah, and what what jer's talking about is especially what the, it's most glaringly obvious and kind of ugh, is at the end of frozen never after at epcot, you have Anna and Elsa they're singing and holding hands. Well, that's the rear projection. So it's like it's it's not really the, like faces it's like whenever
1: It's like a dome.
0: Yeah, and like when it's not working, it's just like it's just like a blue screen with like a like a like a T on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like co- computer. It's computer faces basically, and um, they're just not doing that in Hong Kong. And they showed examples of what it looks like. It looks great. It looks great. Oh, I agree. I, and I, I wish they would do that. You know.
1: Well, I think it, if I were to be honest, I think they did it that way, at Epcot, because I'm sure animatronics with facial features is much more expensive.
0: I, I could be, yes. Could, could I, be. I would
1: not. I would go as far as I not could be. For sure, would be. I okay, would. Then. I would assume <laughs> to have faces that look apart, that move and do things, versus you just have this projection dome thing. So I'm sure that's why. It's never bothered me a lot, unless it's not working. But it doesn't look the greatest. Like it definitely looks off compared to they really haven't done that on other attractions.
0: Um, that I is that, can, right?
1: that I can think of. I could see. I could be wrong, but I'd have to think about it. I don't yeah. recall them doing it on other attractions, just that one. And mm-hmm. they do it on other I mean it's at the end, but it's also in other scenes in the ride as well that they do it. So again, when it's working it's okay. It just definitely I think an, a well-working animatronic. And again, which is Disney was known for animatronics and like bringing that to rides and making you feel like making things come to life. So I definitely think it's something that I wish they would put in EPCOT.
0: Runaway Railway does it, um, especially like what's noticeable at the beginning when you see Mickey and Minnie in the car. They're talking to Goofy in the train. Yeah. They but have it, and I've seen where it doesn't work, and yeah. it's really freaky.
1: The <laughs> only thing I will say about that, is it, it, it almost fits that animation style, though. Like, the, uh, like those cartoons are meant to look like they okay. look like cartoons versus Anna and Elsa are animation that's made to look sort of lifelike.
0: Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Like I
1: agree, you're right. They do it on there. I've never yeah. been on it when it's not doing it, but it's not something that's. St- I don't know. On that ride, it doesn't stick out to me as much because I think it all blends into that animation style, which yeah. isn't looking realistic. It's just looking very cartoonish. But okay. Either way, I don't know. but they're not doing it at Disneyland, uh, Hong Kong. So there we go. There you go. So we got. Some.
0: Believe it or not, it's halfway to Halloween already. To celebrate, we are releasing our brand new Haunted Mansion shirt featuring the infamous Hatbox Ghost.
1: All Capture the Magic Apparel shirts are designed and printed on supremely comfortable shirts in-house by us and not by some low-quality, faceless third-party company. We do it the hard way, so the quality of our shirts is not only stellar, but so is our customer service.
0: Capture the Magic Apparel shirts are perfect for any Disney fan, no matter the age, as we offer both adults and children's sizes. So why wait? Head over to ctmshirts.com and get 10% off your first order with the promo code
1: podcast. Experience the magic of comfort and style with Capture the Magic Apparel. All right. Well, that's all the news that we have, but we do have a poll time.
0: Poll time. Poll time. All right, for this week's poll time, I asked the question, what kind of Disney park shopper are you? So here are the results. So 64% say I shop throughout the day as I see fit. 18% said I'm not much of a shopper. Uh, 16% said I wait until park closing or right before leaving. And 2% said I shop mostly in the morning, early on, or once I arrive. So overwhelmingly, people shop when they feel like it.
1: (laughs) That doesn't seem like a shock to me.
0: It's not a shock. I asked that question because I want to know how many people wait to the very end. That's why... Because the shops are always just inundated with people. And I'm always curious about like, do they consciously make that decision to wait? Or is it just kind of convenient? Like, oh, I'm leaving and I'll just check the shop and get what I was going to buy earlier or whatever.
1: Yeah. I think a good question to ask maybe on another one sometime is asking people... If Because we've talked about before, Disney no longer, you know, you used to in the parks. If you bought something, let's say you're on Main Street and you go to the Emporium at like noon and you buy something. You're like, I don't want to carry, carry this around all day. And If you're staying at a Disney resort, they would send it like saying if you're staying at the Contemporary. They would send it to the Contemporary and you go pick it up when you get back there. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't do that anymore. And I've heard from a lot of people saying that they no longer really shop in the parks so or they change it up And when they shop because of that. I'd be curious, you know, asking... Our group, because we've had some feedback on some different social media platforms of do people, does it does that affect their purchasing habits? I would assume it does because I um, would, I mean, personally, if I'm thinking about if I wanted something, the last thing I want to do is have another thing to carry around all day.
0: So they don't send it to the front of the park either?
1: They do that, I believe. Okay. But again, you got to go pick that up before you leave. And again, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know a lot of people have mentioned that as being, that was a nice perk. Oh, no it's wonderful. Do. yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, and yeah. I've heard some people say they don't even shop in the parks now a lot of times because of that because they don't want to get something and then have to carry it around all day.
0: True, I wouldn't either, especially like when you think about the festivals, like, right. uh, like, um, uh, Festival of the Arts, all that art that you buy, mm-hmm. or like expensive stuff like Lounge Flies or um, anything like that. I would definitely prefer well, it be delivered. If
1: you think about, you know, if you've got a stroller, you go on and go on other rides. And a lot of times you have to leave that stuff outside with the stroller. You don't want to carry it on rides. You run the risk of people taking it sort of situation. So, yeah, uh, you know, I could see there's a lot of reasons as to why it's a nice perk. I could see people used and I just heard a lot of feedback recently that they, you know, that's something that we didn't even talk about at the time, but that's because I don't, we don't do a lot of buying in the parks, I think maybe as to why. Um, If we do it's, ton. it, if we it's do it, small stuff, Mm-hmm. versus, I you know, I think a lot of people used to do that a lot and they would just say, you know, oh, send it to my, I don't think they sent it to your room. I think they sent it to the front desk and then you would just go pick it up. But yeah, yeah. So. Well, either way, yeah. thank you for the poll oh, time. Oh yeah,
0: thanks everybody for participating in the poll time this week and I will have a new poll next week.
1: Yes, if you want to be part of the next poll time, you can do it in two ways. You can join the Capture Magic Facebook community Or you can uh, do it on Instagram. That's Mm -hmm. where Jamie posts them in the stories there. So at Captain Magic on Instagram is where you can do that as well. So either or or both, whatever you want to do. So head on over there. Okay. So, all right. Well, let's uh, talk about our topic today. Did I do a segue there? Let's talk about our topic. Let's talk about our topic today. All right. Which we're going to talk about Wild Africa Trek. So Jamie did this a couple of weeks ago. They did. And I don't know much about it, so I've saved a lot of my questions for, you know, asking you here. <laughs> so we're learning okay. together, everyone. All right. So what, you know, just start things off. What is the Wild Africa Trek, Jamie?
0: Okay. Well, Jared, listen up here.
1: Welcome to our infomercial.
0: First of all, I've wanted to do this for quite some time, um, but I wasn't sure that Jared was really wanting to do it. Um, but I did get... We did get somebody to do it with me and she's a, she actually a Club 32 member and so it was really fun and I was really glad that I got to do it with with uh, somebody else if Jared didn't want to do it. But anyway, so it's a three-hour privately guided tour where you learn about wild and exotic animals at Animal Kingdom. That's basically what it is. Okay. It is $199 per person. Annual pass holders and DVC members receive a discount of 15% with a price of $169.15 plus tax. Now, a portion of all of that admission to this uh, this tour goes to the Disney Conservation Fund, which I think is good. Uh, You must have a valid park admission and theme park reservation for Animal Kingdom that is separate for the tour cost. They offer four times daily for the tours, 8.45 a.m., 10.15 10:15 a.m., 11:45 a.m., and 12:30 p.m., and you must be at least eight years old and 48 inches tall, and weigh no more than 300 pounds. Okay. So those are the those are the general the general specifics, if you will.
1: <laughs> I do love general specific. He's a great guy. <laughs> All right, and uh, well, how do you go about booking it if you want to book that?
0: If you want to book this, uh, you can call. You can call into Disney, or you can go to the Enchanting Extras little tab in uh, my disney experience or on on the website and book it through there um, I believe you can book 60 days out but it's not at 6 a.m it's at midnight so it's a little bit different than like dining reservations
1: gotcha okay so
0: so yeah that's the that's it yeah
1: okay that's it <laughs> well I suppose take us through uh the trek what do you do like you know how's, okay. how wh- how does it look like how's it go all that stuff
0: Okay. Well, so first of all, this day, it was the 26th of May is when I went. It was raining. It was raining pretty hard and I was running a little bit late. So our tour was supposed to leave at 1145. I didn't arrive to Animal Kingdom until 11. Oh gosh, it was 1125. Like it was pretty close and I was supposed to be there at 1130. I I was a little bit late. So I'm like running through animal kingdom and like wet shoes and like, I'm getting soaked and I'm like, I gotta go. I'm making it. And I made it. I was fine. Um, but I had to sign some liability forms when I got there, they took us through everything that we were going to do. And then we went over and to get our stuff ready and where you go. It's actually right next to the Kilimanjaro safaris queue. Like when you enter the queue, Mm -hmm. if you look, if you're walking to it, it'll say wild Africa Trek sign, like right to the left. Okay. So it's really close to that. Um, Okay. So before you leave, they have to get you set up. So everything has to go in lockers. You have to put your backpacks, you have to put um, jackets, uh, anything like loose that you don't want to tether to yourself has to go in the lockers. Um, You can have your phone or like a camera. You can also have sunglasses, but they will give you wrist straps or just straps to keep like on you so that you don't drop them or lose them while on the trail. Gotcha. Right. So that is that is required. So they give you a locker for that.
1: Last thing they want is a uh, gorilla with a cell phone.
0: (laughs) Yes, Jared.
1: Because they would figure out how to use it, they and really then would. They Planet really of would. the Apes happens. Oh my! And it's all because you dropped yourself. Oh
0: on. my! Okay. Well, there you go. Um, just saying after that, happen. after that, they make you stand on a the scale. They want to make sure you're not over the three hundred pound maximum, um, and that's done for, I believe, for the rope bridge, and for maybe the the cars. I'm not sure exactly, but that that is a requirement. You have to be under that. Um, okay, then they get you set up with a vest and a harness, and they will put these on for you. Um, but you just kind of have to stand there, and they just put it on for you. But they give you an, also an earpiece. They give you your a water bottle, and for this day, since it was raining, we all got to wear ponchos. Nice, which I did get to keep, so that was
1: kind of a bonus poncho.
0: Yay! And the water bottle you got to keep too is like a like a stainless steel canteen thing. So I was like, okay, thank you, thank you. So we we're kind of waiting underneath not you know getting wet so far. And the whole group was probably less than I'd say less than twenty people.
1: What's well, so the max amount of people they can do? Did they I say? actually don't know. I don't know what the maximum I mean most is, tours like when we did uh Keys of the Kingdom, I think the max usually was like twenty to twenty five people. So I don't think they would take like fifty people on a tour really.
0: I doubt it. But I, I think know. there's like, the, I would say like maybe 20 is about the max, maybe. Again, I didn't actually go through and count how many, but it wasn't that many. Right. Okay. All right. So once we were all ready, they take us through the Gorilla Falls Trail. Do you know where that is? That's like I do. kind of at the mm-hmm. exit to Kilimanjaro Savaris. Mm-hmm. So you go through that and you're kind of walking, you're winding, which I've never been back there. I'm ashamed, but I've never been back there. And I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And instead of going to this one, like overlook place, we kind of cut through, cut through the woods, if you will. Um, and, uh, our guides were Cheyenne and Rachel and they were fabulous. They were fabulous. Very infor- informational, very, um, I don't know. It's not a really great way to describe someone in this like position, but they were cute. <laughs> they were cute. They were fun. They were nice, <laughs> um, but, okay. um, they, but they were great. Um, so anyway, take us through Gorilla Falls. And they're kind of giving us a rundown of the Disney Conservation Fund and Animal Kingdom, and like some general information. And in in this general information, they did confirm something that Jared has said. And people have said it's not.
1: I have gotten flack for this. But it is. And I just want to say I am vindicated. And you can send your apologies to Jared at cteam.show.
0: And but. that is the fact that Animal Kingdom is, in fact, a zoo.
1: <laughs> I just, uh, I feel, I'm, I'm happy that the, the research caught up to what i had been saying. And there's nothing wrong with being a zoo. It's, it's great to be a zoo. It's just, you know, it's <laughs> so, fine. It's a zoo with rides.
0: So, okay. So, it is accredited by both the Association of Zoos and Aquariums and the World Association of Zoos and Aquariums. So the park has met and exceeded requirements in education, research, and conservation. So it does indeed make it a zoo. It's obviously more than that. However, it do, it operates differently than just a regular zoo. It's so a zoo, it's a zoo
1: it's with a,
0: rides. It's a, the, it's a themed themed park, themed zoo park. I don't know. Anyway, it is it's technically... A zoo, a zoo. It's a zoo theme park. There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. But anyway, so there you go for anybody that's curious.
1: Like that was the first thing Jamie and Rachel, like when they got off, like who you went with this on Rachel, they yeah. told me right off the bat, you're right. And I was like, what? And then told me and I was like, I knew I was right. She was and very
0: happy to tell you that. Had to be. <laughs> yeah.
1: But again, nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Like my whole stance on zoos is simply... I'm, I'm happy. They're fine. I have no problem with them. But if, then mm-hmm. the, the reason Jamie didn't know if I'd want to do this is, hey, Jared, do you want to go watch zebras? And I'm like, not really. I'm I'm fine. I'm glad they're doing well, but I don't really care to go watch them hang out.
0: Hey, and that's fine. That, no. hey, that's okay.
1: If you're like, the lions are going on a hunt, we're going to go watch them and we'll be like, I'll watch that. But them napping, okay. I don't really much... Well, all right. Sure. Okay. All right. We'll get back to your-
0: so, you. So, so, um, once we go into the woods, so to speak, um, we go into the place where we can, um, see the hippos. Okay. And I won't, again, I, I'm not going to say everything that we learned here just because there, one, one, there's a lot of information. But two, in case you do it, I don't want you to like, be spoiled about it but um we learn about from another cast member learn about more about the hippos and their habitat and um their names and all that stuff and when you're in a spot and they're talking to you like and it's kind of a a spot where you could easily kind of go over the edge they will tether you to like a little bar behind you and it kind of slides, so you can walk back and forth. So it's safe; like you're not going to fall off the mm-hmm. cliff or whatever. Um, but they do have you do that, and it's you have like a little carabiner and everything. So, um, so we did that, and then the next part, which is the part that was the most fun for me, was the rope bridge. Now, the you rope said
1: was or wasn't the most fun. Was okay. It okay.
0: was the most fun. So the rope bridge, uh, you will see this if you're going by the crocodiles on Kilimanjaro safaris. If you look up and also to the to the left over by the crocodiles, you'll see two rope bridges kind of forms mm-hmm. an I've L. I've seen them before. Yeah. Okay. So they're right there. That is part of this tour. And what they do is they basically just tether again, you're tethered to a, a, a like a line that goes kind right like above a zip, you. Like a zip line kind thing. of kind of but you're walking across it. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's more than just ropes. And like wood, I mean, it, there's metal, right? Like you're not, it's, it's completely safe. Like you're not it's made fall. to look more rickety than it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you do have to be careful where you stand because like if there's parts where you kind of have to make a little bit wider of a step, but if you were to like misstep and fall, like you can just stand back up, like right. you're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but it is c- quite high. It is. I mean, so if you have a thing with heights, it may not be your thing, but man, you can get some amazing, amazing views. of of the of the of the animals the water behind you it's amazing so is it the crocodiles right below you
1: yeah okay
0: yeah they were there were five or six that were kind of gathered all together and you can kind of see them from up top it was very cool and of course they do take pictures of you so i forgot to mention that one of the cast members has a camera and they take pictures of you as you go on the rope bridge uh, the animals you see um any stops you make they'll take a picture of who you're with like just yourself mm-hmm. like as the tours going. So they do this on the rope bridge as well. Um so that part took quite a while because there's only one or two people allowed on the rope bridge at a time. So once so Rachel went first. So once she got about halfway through then I went. Right, But they have to keep that that, that kind of spacing mm. throughout the rope bridge until you get to the stop, and then you go to the other one as well. So that took quite a while. Um, but that was fun. They, they disconnect you, and it's fine. Everybody did great. And then the crocodiles, we stopped to talk about the cro- crocodiles for a little bit. And they kind of rushed that a little bit because it was going to start raining again. They kind of rushed us to uh, this little um, like transport vehicle. It was just for the wild Africa track. And as soon as we got in there, it just started pouring, like pouring. So we're still wearing our ponchos, but we've taken off our vests at this point because we don't really need them at this point. And kind of going through the savannah. Kind of what you do at Kilimanjaro Safaris. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we want to stop for a little bit, we can. If we want to get closer, we can. Um, because it was raining, there were a lot of animals that you would normally see on the safari. They were not out. Right. Um, giraffes were out. I'll give them that. The wildebeests were out. Um, let's see. Did we see anybody else? Oh, the not the dogs or whatever they're called. Hyenas? Uh, no, not the hyenas, oh, but prairie, the wild the wild dogs like or the whatever. prairie dogs? No, yeah, like the, like the wild dogs. I uh, forgot what they called. Oh, I what you are talking about, yeah. But they were all gathered like huddled together in the little cave thing. You can see them all just like not wanting to get wet. It was pretty cute actually. Um so we go around and we go by the elephants. There were a couple out as well. Flamingos were still out cuz apparently rain doesn't bother them. And we kind of cut across and parked over by this overlook. Now you can see this overlook place from the safari. It kind of, it's just it's got bathrooms. It's got some tables and chairs, and like a little bar area. And it's got it's it's shaded, but you can see it mm-hmm. from. The, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? I vag-
1: yeah. I I vaguely remember seeing it, but I didn't know what it was.
0: Okay, so it's like. It's situated like if you're coming around the savannah and you see that tree, that upside down tree. Mm-hmm. So if you look, keep looking past that, like on top of the hill, that's where the overlook place is. Gotcha. So that's where we went and we um, had like this is a little snack stop, if you will. And we had bathroom break and we just kind of got to chill for a little bit. Amazing views, once again, of the savannah. Lots of pictures, lots of videos. It was great, but it also was raining. Um, but then they give you your snack and it comes in a in a tiffin. Huh. Like tiffin's, the restaurant. Oh yeah. It comes in an actual like tin tiffin. Okay. And the food is actually prepared in the tiffin kitchen. Oh. Which is interesting. Um so they gave us garlic and leek, hummus and pita, prosciutto and mozzarella, olive mix, fresh fruit, a chicken wrap some marinated tandoori shrimp um, and a fig granola bar thing. And you got to have as much pog juice as you want as well. And um, it was all so good. It was, it was all like cold stuff. Like everything was cold. Mm -hmm. Um, But the best thing was the, the garlic and leek hummus. I would have had like an entire jar of that. Really? Oh, it was so good. Okay. The fig granola was good too. It It was sweet. Um, the shrimp was pretty good too, but those were the, my, my favorite. The pita with the
1: um, with the hummus. Is mm. it more? So is it enough to fill you up? Is it just like a very light thing?
0: Um We had about 20, 25 minutes to eat, and I was able to get through most of it. So I, I don't know. I it's not like it, It's not a full meal, I would say, but it it, it would fill you up. pretty Because how long is
1: the tour total? Three hours. Okay. So you know, it's not like a 5 hours. It's it's not like a king's keys of the kingdom where you're basically there for like half a day.
0: No, no, it's not like that. No, yeah. no, no. Okay. So, it's not a full meal. It's they this they, they they see it they say it as a snack. Gotcha. Like it's just like a snack stop. Um but yeah, the the peat and the hummus was definitely my favorite. And then we got back in the truck after a while and they took us through the the rest of the Savannah and dropped us off back kind of where we started. Um or I guess well, kind of. Kind of where we started. There's a little area where they drop you off just for the trek um, tours. It's not where like the safari is, but it's like close to it. I'll have to show you sometime when we go. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, the rest of the Savannah, and then we uh, and then that was it. So the whole tour ended up being a little under three hours, but we got to see a lot of animals you normally don't get to see. Um, we got to to stop when we wanted to stop. Um, lots of information. Um, again, the, the tour guides were great and it was, it was a really great day. It wasn't hot either because it was raining. It was it raining. really it cooled was, it down. I
1: was wondering the whole time because I was, I was in the park doing some work. I brought my laptop in and was just doing some work in like a little seated area. And it yeah. was at times was pouring and I was just yeah. like, oh because oh so I am assuming they won't cancel it unless there's like lightning.
0: That is correct. They will yeah. not cancel unless there's lightning. So yeah. so rain or shine, they will they will have the the uh, tour. Yeah. And like um, I'm
1: guessing like Kilimanjaro far Safaris, obviously the animals you see, it varies just because they're wild animals. Absolutely. So, you you know. can't control any of that. Right. But
0: like I said, they do have more information. You can stop, you get closer to them. Um you know, you can take more time if you want to learn more. You can mm-hmm. ask questions. Whereas the, the Kilometer Safari, so you can't really ask a lot of questions. I mean, you can, but like you're constantly moving through the right. safari. Whereas this is very much individualized. So it's really kind of cool. Um, I will say you, once you get dropped off and you go back and you get all your stuff, and you take everything off, you can still, you can keep your water bottle. Like I said, and you can also keep your name tag.
1: So okay. I still
0: have that as well. And um, we got some pictures with our tour guides, which they were lovely, and uh, and then yeah, we were and we were done.
1: Okay, well I suppose one thing we can do since you did this, if anybody's looking to do this, are there any tips that you would have for people that maybe going in would be helpful to know?
0: Yes, uh, make sure that you have comfortable shoes and can easily walk on terrain that's a little rocky or uneven, because if you if your shoes are uncomfortable and I mean you're going to be walking through some some places that is, are not easy to walk <laughs> right let's just say that so if you are if you're uneven and, and walking I wouldn't recommend this tour um, also if you are needing like wheelchair assistance I don't think they offer that with this this um, tour just because of the nature of the tour mm-hmm. um so that's just something to think about as well I also wouldn't recommend it if you're afraid of heights because of the rope bridge now it is not super duper high up
1: how high, how high up is it?
0: Um, I mean, it's high enough to be over the the ride vehicles for safaris, like 20 30 feet. Um, uh, maybe more, maybe a little more than that. Okay, I mean, it's it's substantial, right? You know, and if it's just good, it's just gonna be make you nervous looking down and like you're like what you're standing on isn't super stable, even though you're safe, it's not super stable. Then I would, I would pass on this one, right? Um, but that's just it. Um, I would say to try not to do this in the summer, early fall or late spring. Now, I did in late spring, which was okay because of the rain and it wasn't super hot. But if you do this in the summer, you're going to be sweating so bad because not only you're wearing your regular clothes, you're wearing that vest and the vest is, is kind of a little bit heavy, but it's also thick. So it is, it is, it's is pretty warm. It's pretty warm out there. So do in the winter if you can or early spring, late fall.
1: Any, any other tips other than? Uh,
0: continually drink water because it's a lot of walking and they will refill your water if you need it. Don't be afraid to ask questions. The guides are very knowledgeable. And uh, it was really nice with the guides being able to take pictures for us. I did take pictures on my phone. Um but they will take pictures if you need it, and they will give you a little card at the end where you can go and find your pictures. It's it's pictures of everybody and all the pictures from the tour. Um, but you can put the little code in, and you can bring your pictures up.
1: Now, do you need PhotoPass to be able to get access to that? Or Not you? that. That's okay. included. So that that's should
0: good. that should be all included with the tour. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's all I wanted to really touch on with this tour
1: okay well i mean that's good info and obviously you know having done it that's some good tips so overall uh, you know you've done a few tours do you think this tour is worth it uh, especially i'm assuming if you you know you like animal kingdom you like animals things like that
0: so like worth the price
1: do you like it and is it worth the price
0: oh uh, okay so i i i loved it i thought it was a wonderful tour is it worth the price i would say yes I would say it's worth the price, especially since you're getting that individual attention and you're it's more focused on certain certain animals of the safari and it's very it's very like um, more intimate kind of tour than like the uh, keys of the kingdom.
1: Well, and you're getting access to animals that you otherwise, I mean, re- you really wouldn't be able to, right? You know, I'm a, I don't think most I don't know of any zoos that really offers stuff like this, at least I've heard of, they probably oh, they may nowadays, but they probably do now, yeah.
0: but yeah, no, I, I, the rope bridge was again, my favorite part and just, you know, the rain was kind of a, put a damper, <laughs> put a damper, get it damp. <laughs> there it is. Nice. Um, <laughs> on, on that part, but yeah, that's okay. But yes, I would, I think it's worth the price. I think it's worthwhile tour to do an animal kingdom if you are really interested in learning more about animals and conservation because they go over that quite a bit um if you're not really into animals i don't know if i would do this but it's just a little extra little extra extra for your your vacation if you want to do it we had a lady that was on the tour who was with her daughter like traveled from scotland with her daughter and her daughter would had no interest whatsoever in doing it. So she's like, fine, I'll just do it by myself. Well, so there you she, go. So she did. <laughs> and she's like, I'm glad she didn't do it. She would have been bored. I'm like, right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> go. Um, So yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, anything else you want to add about the tour that we didn't talk about?
0: Gosh. I mean, again, I don't want to say too much about what they tell you, but that's just kind of was my experience going through it. And I had a really great time. And thank you, Rachel, for going with me.
1: Yes. Well, okay. Well, thank you for sharing. Yes. And that, that's, that's good information. So again, if you want to book that, you can do it through the app or you can call. And uh, mm-hmm. that's how you go about that. So, all right. Well, I think that will do it for the show. So uh, I guess before we go, if you want to check out the shirts we have, ctmshirts.com, where you can do that. If you want to be part of Club 32, ctmvip.com is where you go for that. And of course, follow us on social media. We have, it's at CapTheMagic everywhere, except for TikTok, where it's at CaptureTheMagic. And uh, we do most of the posting on like Instagram. You know, we have the Facebook group, things like that. And if you want even more content, be sure to check out some of the other shows. So we have CTM Universal, where we talk about Universal Studios. We now are doing that twice a month. And uh, we just did one where we talked about the announcement of Minion Land that is coming over there and the Villain Con uh attraction has more details announced so we talk about that in our stay at uh sapphire falls kit suite it's so like i said twice a month and that's on this feed and it's on feed as well if you want to separate those out and we also have trip tales with the jamie's trip report show and when's the next one there coming out
0: oh, toward the end of the month
1: okay yep. and that is you know people go on trips and then they break it down in great detail so it, at this point there's been plenty of trips that maybe one is like yours so you can get first hand knowledge about uh you know how it goes and hear from people firsthand how it went for them. So, and, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. So
0: I was just going to mention before we go, uh, we will be going back to universal here shortly. Um, maybe before father's day, but we're just kind of playing by ear to see when minions lane is going to open.
1: Well, they keep opening sections of it. They do. Like they, they, do. they took down some of the walls and then they have the gift shop part is open now for
0: the ride. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I, You know, they've said it's opening in the summer. Whenever it does open, we'll be there. We'll just make a quick day trip down. So yeah, yeah, we may go check things out if it's not fully open by then. So yeah. We
0: are gonna go back to Volcano Bay as well this month. So lots of lots of universal stuff coming (laughs) up.
1: And again, just programming note, um, we do have vlogs uh on the YouTube channel. So add Captain Magic there. Those are on that channel it's vlogs and like um, you know, short videos about topical videos and then we have a separate youtube channel ctm podcast where we have the video versions of the podcast over there and that's just video episodes of the podcast and show clips over there so if you want to go subscribe over there uh, or to both you can check that out there so you see the visual component of all of that so all right well that will do it for the show so thank you everybody for listening and or watching and thank you jamie for joining us
0: oh you're welcome
1: and as jamie always likes to say
0: we will see you in the parks
1: bye